0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Ben Howard. I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast, where this week we don't talk about movies. (laughs) We have failed our one show's premise. That's it's over. It's just downhill from here. Think (laughs)
1: about it. It's like a five-hour-long movie. Go
0: fucking yeah. This week. This week we're gonna. We have been so moved by the miniseries in HBO, and we're sad mostly because we don't have Game of Thrones anymore. So we're heading back to HBO to justify those HBO subscriptions, and we're watching and reviewing Chernobyl. Uh, yeah, I- I'm kind of excited by this. Uh, yeah, so, Chernobyl dramatizes the true story of one of the worst man-made catastrophes in history. The miniseries focus on the nuclear plant disaster that occurred in the Ukrainian SSR-Soviet Union in April 18... 18- 19- oh, sorry... S- April 1986, revealing how and why it happened, and telling the story of those people who helped and died in tackling the disaster and the Soviet cover-up. The miniseries is based in large part on the memories of Pripyat locals, as told by Belarusian Nobel laureate uh, Svetlana Alex- Alex- Alexievich in her book *Voices from Chernobyl*. Uh, you know, created by Craig Mazin, written by Craig Mazin, directed by Johan Rink. Sorry, I'm not super familiar with him. Yeah, starring Jared Harris, that's um, Stellan Skarsgård, Paul Ritter, Jesse Buckley, Adam uh, Nagalis, Con O'Neill, a, a lot of other names. Composer was Hilder uh good, dude. Wow, that's a holy crap I cannot pronounce the, it's Hilder uh, and then the last name I cannot pronounce I apologize uh, yeah and uh, is this is an H, uh, it's a it's a five part HBO series or six part uh, it's five. five part yeah five part yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's just go ahead. I think this is currently the highest rated miniseries by uh, series, any IMDb. Yeah, any yeah series. series period from IMDb. So according to IMDb, this is the best show of all time. Uh, which, you know, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, hold that hold that <laughs> thought. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it it is it is it is fantastic. It is fantastic. I uh, will lead with that. But uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Trevor. I don't usually throw to you off the bat, but uh, well, actually, I do every week on Animania but. But uh, poor Ed. Um, but uh, what did you think of Chernobyl?
2: Um, I I kind of held off on um, like the hype around it because it. My initial thing was like, oh that that just looks so painful <laughs> and um like uh like painful so, bad like, or
1: painful like depressing.
2: Uh, uh mostly like painful depressing. Mm-hmm. I I didn't I wasn't like forming a like a, a per se like a critical bias against it, I don't think as much as just like a oh, that's just it seems like the point of that would be like, look how awful this was, you know? <laughs> like as a mm-hmm. historical drama. And I mean, you know, some to some extent it is that, but the way in which it frames it as um as being the cost of lies, as much as as, as sort of simple as that is, the degree to which it carries it and the way it plays it is is so good um, and relevant that I'm mostly positive on it I think and feel like I'm very glad I caved to peer pressure and watched it nice
0: yeah I uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you caved to it too Ben what did you think of this show
1: um i well, just first I just want to point out that like this is this is just shows a proof that don't ever think that don't ever count out someone's career just because of what they've done before. No. Um, Damn, it's just so fascinating because the director of this is Johan Rink, who is was a Swedish pop star who like turned into a really interesting visual director. His most notable thing before this was uh, a lot of David Bowie's uh, music videos for his final album, which are very. Very visually great. Um, I recommend checking those out. And uh, Craig Mason, whose uh, work includes Scary Movie 3, Superhero Movie, The Charlie's Angels Reboot, Huntman's Winter War. Um, Not who you'd expect to make a heavy introspective trying to be as faithful, but still. Y- you want to know you, know? you want
0: to know fun sorry just a fun side note yes. like while he is listed in his career as film and television his thing only has his discography it doesn't have his filmography still on his wikipedia page <laughs> that's just a fun note he's not really considered like a film like he's still considered more of a doc. Discog- well his discography comes up first yeah it's just funny
1: he's gonna he's gonna try until someone changes that and he's gonna prove himself with all these Emmys. He's gonna right to win. right um <laughs> But Craig Mason does host uh, uh, the podcast Script Notes, which I have listened to somewhat uh, with, with John August. And uh, a very interesting writer, even though I don't think his career up to this point proved it. But uh, this this proves he knows what he's talking about. Um, you know, Chernobyl is certainly a very interesting subject matter, but it's very hard to figure out exactly how you would dramatize it. It was such a big event. It took so long. It's like, do you do this the just the reactor explosion but then does that just turn into like a kind of gross disaster movie thing and like how do you be respectful but also honest and deal with all the elements and i think he did a very very incredible job i mean for one it's a who's who of like that guy actors jared harris and stellan skarsgård and emily watson all these characters you've seen in a a billion things uh what's his name barry keogh who is from like Dunkirk and you know, like in uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, shows up just for one episode and delivers an incredible performance. So it's just like a lot of great sort of that guy actors, uh, and they wisely use their English accents. They don't try to do a Russian accent or even talk in Russian, which I, I think was actually a good choice. I, I know some people have been not a fan of that choice, but I think it's been very interesting. And being one single thing, I've been really enjoying this new trend of. Stuff like Big Little Lies and this, which is like one director, one writer, six, five to seven, eight episodes. Uh, Russian Dolls kind of similar. Like it's just a very yeah. singular vision told a little longer, so it has a kind of more of a material take. And this was just a fucking really good show. It was, uh, I think my main only one complaint is it may just get all a little obvious with its themes at the end like you know when we get to like the literal retelling of this theme of the show in the last section i'm like yeah i don't know but the fact that it like took the science seriously that it actually spends its last episodes literally in a trial episode just being like here's how a reactor blows up and i'm Completely riveted is a master stroke in storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah. Compared with that movie, it, just real quick, my last thing: if you want to see how to do this poorly, go see the movie K nineteen, The Widowmaker, which is also about a lot of radiation and a lot of people in a. This one's about a submarine, a lot of people in a submarine talking about radiation and Russians, and, and you got to go in there and turn it off and get radiated or we're all gonna die. And it's so boring. It's one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my life it's it's long and so it's not easy is my point it's not easy just because it's like an interesting subject matter so um very very impressed with the show overall you have some minor quibbles here or there
0: yeah i think i think it's interesting to you know the guy that comes up for me a little bit is like i i always draw the thing is that craig craig mazin the the writer for this is is not is not a is not kind of like an hbo drama style writer Do, are you guys aware of some of his other credits <laughs>
1: Yes, I mean I, I listed some of them, but it's crazy.
0: Yeah, he's did the Huntsman, Winter War. I mean, I uh, you if. know, Hangover Part Three, Hangover Part Two. Uh, not even not even scary movie three, scary movie four. He directed superhero movie. Oh, that's uh, that's a rough. But he's currently his best thing that's filming right now. He's he wrote the Charlie's Angels reboot, which uh, I'm I'm like if I if I didn't have Chernobyl right before this, I'd be very concerned about the reboot because like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually still concerned about it. I mean, they have Patrick Stewart though. So it can't be it can't be like. That bad, I really hope Patrick Stewart I mean, is Patrick Stewart's uh, in the emoji movie. So, oh, that's totally so. fucking fair. Patrick Stewart, it will be in anything, we won't he? <laughs> he's he's in a shitload of family guy and, and American Dad. Look, I know, no, I, know, I, I like that for the
1: Picard show, and I am too. But I'm also, Patrick Stewart likes a good paycheck, so you know, I, I hope that's not the case with the card. Right. I feel like right. he's a little more, but like, you know,
0: he'll be a little bit more careful about like He also like, was his, straight up like, bread and butter.
1: They called me and they were like, We want you to play the poop emoji, and I went, Ah, ha, ha, yes. Give me a million dollars.
0: I don't know. I I like I don't want to like shit on him, but like I totally would I totally would do it too. You know? no, like, believe, if somebody wanted to give me an absurd amount of money to play a piece of poop, I'd do it. <laughs> it's like one day of work, yeah. I mean I mean somebody ostensibly told Bradley Cooper, I'll give you fucking billions of dollars to play a, a fucking space raccoon. So, you know. And that was a great career decision. So what do you what do we know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyways, uh, getting back to this movie. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually interested too. it's one of those things too, where I think that, um, there's a lot of disagreement out there and I'm actually not going to say it's a lot of disagreement. There's a couple of disagreement for quarters about the concept of adaptation with a subject like this. And it's one of those things too, where it's like, there is a lot of adaptation for the purposes of storytelling. I, however, tend to think that this is in particular, a masterclass in good adaptation. And I either taking a very dense subject and a very like straight, thing as to what happened and kind of like adapting it creating new characters and adding them in there because um, there's one primary added character in the Chernobyl series it's that's the, uh, uh, meant Watson to represent it, it, correct and then she's meant to uh, she's meant to I mean it's Ulana and she's meant to represent a large amount of other nuclear scientists that were other there are probably a little bit more against the government and then uh, what and uh, Lagasov's ear and stuff like that it's, um, it, so
1: it, yes it's a very very um, The one criticism you might have is, but I think it works in the way its presentation is, it's, I would say, Americanized in the sense of like an Americanized style story. Like, Legasov's big moment is at the end where he says the thing and he goes to the KGB. In actuality, that was a process that took years. He just basically kept being like, no, no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Like he did, in fact, lie in Vienna, but afterwards he felt terrible about it and was like yeah, yeah. saying like over and over again, which is why he killed himself. Like he just felt he didn't do right. enough. Like
0: right. He, he did, and, and that's and, and that's one of those things too. Is the question is is it because he did? He was posthumously awarded, and it's it's interesting to me that they didn't fucking mention that in the show and the title sequence because he was. It was funny that they he was the hero of the Soviet Union, and then he was posthumously awarded the hero of the Soviet Union because he circulated the tapes that forced the government to admit that shit was bad with the rbks
2: yeah
1: yeah i mean it's i think it's part of the thing of like you know you want him just to almost suffer completely <laughs> even though it's not yeah it's also a case like he had a family and they kept that out and there's like elements and i, I, I we should mention highly recommend the uh, podcast uh the chernobyl podcast which is a companion podcast to this show uh, hosted by peter sagal with the writer craig Mazin and what i love about it is that i wish every Goddamn (gasps) historical movie and biopic ever has this because they actually sit down he's like okay this is what i changed this is what i didn't change this is real this is fake um and he kind of goes through very digital diligently and explains like okay this is why i changed this this is why it's fake this is why it's different it's what we left out i think he had very good reasons for everything like probably my favorite shortening or interesting thing was uh just focusing on the unit that killed dogs it's like you get it from there. It was all terrible. Everyone's right, job doing right. that was terrible. We're going to show you the most terrible, most soul destroying actual job that Chernobyl cleanup crew had, and it's a
0: representation right. for the whole. Right. And that, and that's a lot of what it is. Endeavor. It was this was like this was over a whole continent wide, and it's like it just that was it's such an off thing, and that's just the thing. it's it, all all you get is the guys like eventually like yeah, I'm just cool with killing dogs, and that's like it. And yeah, it's you just, watch one person it, break,
1: it, it, and it, you get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like everybody just had a terrible fucking time. It was and and that's but it still it still matters. And it's interesting to me for stuff like the coal miners and stuff like how like their story just essentially tutters out a little bit. But at the same time, you still get notes about them at the end. And it's interesting to me that like it just it it does a great job of creating a sense of what it was like to be in Soviet Russia and a sense of like the people there. And I think that's the, the fact that it's based on voices from Chernobyl definitely makes a lot of sense because they've gone in. They've taken probably, you know, a couple of like, you know, th- moments from a bunch of different people to create a sense of the place and then try to create that sense. And I think that's why it's an effective series, but it, in a weird sort of way, it does sort of like drop a bunch of plot points and that they don't come to anything because that's the point is that like, you know, people don't die the next day. There's no hor- Like you don't see all the miners laid up in hospitals just like shortly after this. Cause a lot of, but all, a lot of them died around 43 years later, you know, I mean, they died at 43. A lot of them died under 40 so or something like that. I forget what the exact number was, but it's like a shitload of them died of cancer.
1: Right. And, and the minor story is particularly tragic because it, later came out that it didn't melt down i mean the, the the shitty thing about a lot of shitty things about nuclear meltdowns um but part of it is it is a quantum reaction so you literally don't know if it's going to melt down or not it's literally can just go either way so like it very well could have melted down they needed that uh i forget what the term is but basically a big pool of liquid nitrogen to just to, to cool it right right, um, right right but the miners didn't have to ultimately but they needed to and it's kind of that idea which i like which is the miners know it's terrible and this is the very slavic mentality i agree that they nailed really well it's like he knows it's terrible he knows that the mass and everything doesn't work that they're just lying to them to make them feel better but he just doesn't believe it he gets completely fucking naked because like fuck you this is what we have to do to do it and um but they still do it i mean that's ultimately the thing it's like you, you just it's the it's also the evacuation appropriate they made a good point in the podcast like if if Pripyat was an American city, there would be riots. There'd be people saying, no, I'm not leaving my house. I mean, you see this all the time with uh, hurricanes and stuff. You know, like, you-, you constantly see there's a more American idea. Like, this is my home. This is my property. And in Russia, it's like, okay, we're going to build a whole new city for you. And you live there now. And you go, okay, well, that's life.
0: Or or you're that old woman who just, they shoot the cow. Which, which is
1: also a good representation of, like, a lot of people just move back. They're like, fuck you. I don't care. Whatever. I'll die of radiation. But I'll die of cancer. I don't right, care. right.
0: Sorry, I this happens. I. This is my land. I've lived here. I died here. I was here when the, COVID, you know, I was here doing the, and it's such a, it's such, it's such a good moment too. It's just like, it, and no, none of those characters are continued. We don't know the end of their story. And I think there was moments in this where it did, where it didn't pull together. Like, I don't think I was like, I wanted to know more of the woman whose baby died story or just like how she like reacted to things other than like the closed shot of her just like with the empty cradle next to her, which was a powerful shot. No doubt. Like I'm not, I'm not dissing the moment it yeah. pulls through. And, and actually it's funny to me that like the one story that actually fully completes is like, to me, the one that feels like a dang dangling issue versus a lot of the stories that don't actually complete their story, because how do you do it? They just go off into space and they probably die of cancer in five years. It's like, that's what, <laughs> that's, that's how, a lot of these stories actually ends like, you know, all these people just went off and had cancer or hung themselves. That's like, you know, well, not all people, but specifically Legasov. And it's also like, you know, Sherbina, for instance, like, you know, he went off and he was essentially, he's also not necessarily the energy secretary guy. He was more like Russia's version of FEMA. And like, he did stuff for like uh, the, like the earthquake a little while later. Right. So. But
1: he did, in fact, die five years later, I'm um, just about.
0: That's oh, he did. did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. So he did the earthquake like right after. Yeah. Man, he was. He's that was a guy. rough time for. Be- yeah, dude. Poor Shabrina. That was. That must have been a rough like ten years there. He's like. Yeah. Chernobyl and then earthquake and then you are dead <laughs> of cancer. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was, that was rough, man. And then like and probably like Shabrina was almost right there because this is 1986. So it's like in four years, if five years later, so he had to live to see the end of the Soviet Union too.
1: Yeah, he died just before the I mean, yeah. Cause 1990. Well, no, no, nineteen
0: ninety. So he was. He must have lived to it. If it's nineteen eighty six, is the reaction.
1: The ninety one is when it, like the Berlin Wall comes down and sort of officially.
0: Oh, that's fair. That's fair. So it's close, that's but fair. it's it's crumbling yeah. at that point. Definitely, yeah. no question. It is, and and I definitely love the like the line at the end where like you know Gorbachev literally says like, and I and I have to admit I I'm not a fan of people historically dumping on Gorbachev because I do, I like. Sort of like Gorbachev, and like yeah, the, they bring and that
2: up on the podcast that he got he gets credit for history for choosing to end the Cold War more or less more than yeah he got dealt a well, shit hand
1: and he kind of saw the writing and was very good about I mean he tried his best but at a certain point he's like okay we have to
2: yeah well I
0: think I think my thing too is like Gorbachev and 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 stop me if I'm just historically completely inaccurate um, but like. It's like for the Cuban Missile Crisis. Who was he? Was in charge of Russia? Was at the time? Was he not? No, that yeah, was, that was
1: your. That's your. Uh, that, wait, wasn't he? No, Gorbachev. Okay. Gorbachev was not in power until the eighties. The Missile Crisis. In the 60s.
0: Right. So I'm totally wrong here. I think. I'm so sorry. My bad, guys. <laughs> no,
1: Gorbachev's big test was Chernobyl. I mean, it was and and. Right, a, and, and, and whether And he
0: got fucked and then decided just to like close up shop. I mean they And did it mostly peacefully.
1: They spent a shitload of money and more importantly it did show like again it's the whole thing is built on the idea of the state and the state being the ultimate power and Russia's you know people have said that the Russian scientists were viewed in a lot of ways priests you know, in the old Russian oligarchy, like, they are, like, the ultimate authority and they know, and the, the nuclear image Khrushchev, was like... Khrushchev! Fuck! Pri- Pripyat was, like, a, a noble city. It was, like, considered, like, one of the best cities you can live in because it was, like, you know, this beautiful, nuclear, clean power and this brand-new, you know, brutalist kind of uh, built city, and yeah. it was, like, you know, an honor to live there, in a sense, and that's the city that is the image of, you know, destruction and
0: death. And, Soviet power, yeah. Well, well it's also, like
1: and was uh, really effective for me oh, that pool. Pool. was just like
2: that was a good community yeah. pool <laughs>
1: yeah you can and then you you look up images of that pool I've seen images of that pool uh, uh, abandoned and disgusting and it's like wow yeah it was full of water once and like not looking like... Gross and yeah. Completely dead for
0: for my dumb history self. It's Khrushchev that I always thinks gets Delta yes. a shit hand because you know I always I always liked him personally because you know he decided not to blow up the world during the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's always oh, like that's a good and he's a good dude and he gets yeah. He, well, he he also just I mean, there's a lot of shit. It's hard it's hard to call any Soviet person good. I mean, not Soviet person, but any like Soviet leader good because they're usually in some form or fashion complicit with the KGB and a lot of the bad shit that it did so it's very hard to like be like oh yeah the soviet leader didn't blow up the world that's that's also usually like the thing it's like he didn't blow everything the fuck up that's he's so good <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also like to uh mention that
1: um this has nothing to do with anything but it's just the weirdest episode it's when you when you go through an old show that like the Twilight Zone that you've seen a lot of the good episodes of and they don't air the bad ones and you watch all the bad ones. It's very interesting. And the most interesting bad episode of Twilight Zone I recommend is called The Whole Truth, wherein a used car salesman gets a car where if you're in it, you can't lie and it's dumb. And then the end is insane. He sells the car to Nikita Khrushchev and then calls Jack Kennedy and is like, let me tell you, get in that car (laughs) with... You get all the secrets. It's so weird. It's such a weird ending. Um, yeah, if you want to watch a very very dated episode, like you can just see the '60s people are like, oh, ho, ho, you got him. You know, like it's bizarre. Yeah. Now on to uh, yeah. depressing talks about isotopes. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think of the science in this? Because I thought it was very. Follow-able. It was very good. Um and yeah. my, my dad who's a scientist seemed to really appreciate uh, yeah. the way it respected science.
0: Look Lagasov's final testimony talking about the reactor was a very 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 excellent way. I'm very I said this on a different podcast, but I was like I was very curious of that dumb window thing. It feels like an actual like Russian prop, do you know what I mean? Like it feels like yeah, dumb so and somehow it was it's somehow put together and i'm like i'm wondering if that's like the actual prop he used in the trial or something doubtfully but like my yeah, like point is just like
1: even uh, in the trial i mean that's part of the crazy thing yeah it's
0: a oh convention. shit yeah well he had to blow up somewhere because he didn't actually blow up at vienna I mean, he just lied at vienna
1: basically what i've learned from magazines like russian show trials were very boring and like very showy like they're not there doesn't a very right. american version like literally the people like go up there and they're like I am the most guilty, and I have proved myself to the state. Except for apparently, right? Uh, what's his name? The the, the real shitty dude, um, Diatlov. Uh, apparently, Diatlov Dyat, yeah, was Dyatla. just an ass the entire time. Like he never admitted fault and was always an asshole. And did yeah. in fact say and he was in the toilet.
0: <laughs> like that's I love true. how the show the show goes. Out of its way to make Diya an asshole, like <laughs> like the show goes out of the way but to even like he's like you were it wasn't really your fault, but you're still just a totally exactly. incompetent that's, asshole. That's like, why I like it's like
2: they probably well, like, clearly, like, yeah, part of his fault. Yeah, well, I think well, that's definitely
1: makes, and what they nail about Chernobyl that makes so interesting is it is a combination of human error and systematic failure. You know, it is like right, there's the right. systematic failure. of The AZ five should have been discontinued as soon as they found that problem. They should have come up with a new system. Right, 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 right. right.
0: But
2: and the that, reason it works is he's not just right, a jerk. Right. His attitude also is right. Uh, it's it's fuck the you. The epitome of the overall system. Attitude. Yeah,
1: it's right. a systematic. Yeah. Like we have to do this. You know, that when you have a have to do yeah. this, you push the safety limits.
0: Dyatlaw is like yelling about the az Vive, even though he's the exact kind of guy that would lit- literally bury the truth as much as possible to make himself look good. Or like he's use he's,
2: he's because cheaper. Exactly. <laughs> cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper. <Right>. It's just cheaper. <laughs>
0: right. And and it's 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 exactly like Dietlaw is like totally embodies the other issues in the communist party that led to the reactor becoming an issue and it's just like he is like the perfect villain and like like not stamping on him even though they really do stamp on him is, is kind of hilarious I mean he did die of cancer it's kind of it wasn't like a good thing I do find it funny that the other guy was like one of the other guys on there is like just and I feel like that's why they didn't <laughs> they didn't like they didn't divide those three guys into one person which is I feel like what they should have you know what good Good storytelling would probably do is, you know, make Diatla just this bad dude and put him on trial or whatever but i feel like more what they uh what they wanted to do is just so they could get at the end and be like yeah this guy 10 years later he was in charge of another nuclear reactor <laughs>
2: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> which is just fucking hilarious to be honest with you i
2: mean the the lesson <laughs> i get from this when i'm reminded is like why don't i watch more historical drama there's nothing better than history you know <laughs> it doesn't I, get well, any
0: better I, 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 I oh dude i i love you I, I i do think this is i think that i think that this is, historical this is an dra-
2: exception too yes yeah. this
0: is This is exactly. This is exceptionally good historical drama. There, there is a lot of bad historical drama out there. I'm sorry. Like there, there, there's a lot of stuff that's just totally and fucking sufferable. And and even that's the thing too. This is a good thing and makes a point without ever. Like you know, it comes a little bit close at
2: (coughs) points to being slightly. I mean, I've been sitting here since you brought up the Forbes article, (laughs) reading about like the contagion of harmful uh, radiation exposure from person to person as pictured in the show being completely unrealistic. And now I'm like backpedaling on like how much I appreciate the historical accuracy of it. But what, what, is, what, what is it
0: saying that contagion, like you become irradiated and then like, like,
2: <clears throat> like it's, it's like the claims that you brought up earlier and that I'm trying to follow up on that. I'm not finding like a good refutation of is that like the whole interplay between the fire the fireman and his wife, like, the reason the plastic is there is to, like, prevent their immune systems from getting tackled because they don't have an immune system. Right. Anymore. It's that not makes sense. as much to protect other people. And that's right. a really big deal in this. And I just, now well, I'm, like, and i think it, I, I think
1: Well, and I think it's more just they didn't understand how radiation worked. <laughs> like, frankly, like, it's proven over yeah. and over again that, like, when she's like, why don't we have iodine pills? It's like, yeah, you should probably have iodine pills if you're in the. Hospital near the radioactive uh, material, you know.
2: Right, but but oh, the they probably, yeah, yeah. I, it's you one bring of those... up a good point that it's, that it's it's also very clear at the same time that none of them really know what they're doing. I mean, people know like that. That doctor who is farther down the food chain has the wisdom to question why don't we have iodine pills. Another doctor is like pouring milk on a guy. <laughs> so, Which, right, yeah. right.
1: Yeah, which apparently happened. I mean, it, again, it's, it's all from oral history, so it's hard to say what happened for sure. But uh, and
2: and
0: and the nice part about oral history is, to some extent, it is flexible, and it's like one of those things too. It's like it's hard for me because this is done from an oral history to be an oral history, which did with, with from a government that probably did repress a lot of this information. Like you know, with the government. Here, here's my thing: if if Russia wants to come in and criticize Chernobyl, maybe it should criticize the fact that it didn't keep. Barry great records about the event like that's right. that's why we have an oral history that's why we're working from a non-specific thing is let's let's like look at the real bad guy here is the guy that destroyed the records of what actually fucking happened I mean, that was
1: uh i read an interview with svetlana Alexevich who did the, the the book stories from chernobyl and that was basically her point she was like i kept waiting and waiting and waiting for like oh we're finally going to get the actual story now the soviet union's done and then by like you know she wrote she got the book and like uh, she finished it in 97 and probably did a couple of years of research and finding people and she's like after a couple of years I was like oh yep that's not gonna happen so I literally need to find these people before mm-hmm. they're all dead like I need to find these people or else their story's gonna die with them you know it,
0: it, it's really hmm. weird to me that they didn't like they don't use it as like this national coming together moment it, it's very weird to me that the country never did do that Does well
1: the, I get a sense because it didn't have to happen you know what I mean it's it's i think that's part of it you know it's not like right a, the,
0: the 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 people that caused it are no longer in power like i get that it's just you know
1: right it's it's i guess it's too tricky and i think it is just a part of like it Lagos like have probably killed whatever ability that they had to do that you know because it's like this literally did not have to happen if it was one guy who did just push it and the az5 wasn't a problem and you literally just pushed it till it exploded however that happened then you could be like, yeah, that one guy, we murdered him, and then the rest of us stood up and did our duty. Maybe you could do that, but it's like, oh, <laughs> this was a problem for a decade, and we didn't do anything to fix it.
0: Right, right, yeah. It's 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 just it's just interesting to me. like, And I probably am inclined to defend this show most of the time just because of how the difficulties – of of getting the truth, there's enough truth in there that they've they've obviously done their research very heartily, and what they've adapted, they've at least acknowledged as adaptation, and then also adapted for the purposes of telling a story to be the best story they could draw from the existing information, and viewability. So I I am I am inclined to call this, on the surface, based on the information, a good adaptation. And a good story, but also one that's trying to make the proper points. And it's just one of those things too. It's like, because I know it's like, you know, Russians are obviously going to call this hyper-Americanized. And I'm sure that in some version of this, like, you know, there's, you know, this Russian movie version of Chernobyl, that's going to come out soon. That's going to definitely have American spies causing Chernobyl, which mm. is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Hmm.
2: No, well, I think it's very clear that, it, that it's not trying to say nuclear power is bad. And it's very, it's very, I mean, the reason this story is being told now is like the political state, I mean, the state of politics and, and, and truth. I mean, that's, it's just very clear and it's amazing how powerful that is without being overplayed. I think, I mean, Ben argued that the, the ending is a little, um, on the nose, but and it might just be I, because I I've heard
1: Craig Mazin talk about the themes over and over again. So like hearing it just spelled out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Might be part of why
2: I had that reaction. That's always the double-edged sword of, uh, listening to a writer explain their decisions. Yeah. 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 It's it, still a much it, better it experience can, than game of Thrones. Was, yeah. And it, and it it's can, just well, <laughs> that's, it's just that's, that's I a low bar. <laughs> had a have
1: a problem with, um, uh, sorry to bring up a, Film from a problematic person, but the film Midnight in Paris is the one where I first noticed I had that problem. Where I'm like, oh, I get the theme of this movie, and then a character says the theme of the movie, and I'm like, uh oh. like it kind of bums it, I, me it out. Never,
2: trust me a little it
0: never, it never works. It never fucking works. Just trust and me, don't. I'll, I'll
1: figure it out. It's not a hard like it's right. It's a it's a pretty smart theme, but it's a very simple theme of that movie of just like everyone has nostalgia for the past. Like you never go back and be like, we're in the golden age. Everyone's like thinks that they're in the bad times. And yeah, that's a cool, interesting theme and a good way of looking at the world. But like, when almost like, wow, I guess everybody has nostalgia for the past. I'm like, oh, shut up!
2: Does he literally say that? Like, yeah, like essentially, way, he has that. like
1: a monologue where like, oh, I guess everybody like feels that when like, oh, shut, shut,
0: shut, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's definitely it's definitely hard too when you have somebody that's like it's a good movie and you're like shut the fuck up definitely. like you know you literally you like snap at the movie you're like that's yeah roger <laughs> that ever talked about me. that which is very
1: true and I, I totally have had that moment and it's very good which is like the worst is that and the best is when you're watching a film and you see a shot and you literally go oh be the last shot be the single be the last shot of the movie and it is and you're like Oh, you were right. You <laughs> you yes. You yeah. know. Yeah. You that mental <laughs> link with the author, you're like, Good job
0: perfect nice one well done yeah it's or or i love it it's like the editor in the room you're like yeah you you, you fucking slice that bitch to pieces like sorry that's a weird <laughs> that's a piece. weird way
1: to that's a weird way to yeah, reward i'm about editor. Editor. Like, to say that's,
0: that sounds bad this is like what does sounds really the clip bad I I know, i'm so sorry <laughs> i don't really know how like editors like i've always worked alone as an editor on my own projects. so i have like i've never been in like an editing team and been like how do people like can compliment people on edits ben is it like yeah you sliced her up sliced good. Her that's, <laughs> no, that's not how we should do it. I just know, no, it's, all I just know that's it's not all the just way like, to oh, do oh, it.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: I like oh, what yes, you did yes, there. So Very good. nice. Push his glasses up on forehead. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> I need glasses, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Get them. So smart. Oh, I need fake glasses. That's what I need. Okay, just sorry. So you can push them up your nose. And do <laughs> or I, your I, can, I can watch Chernobyl. Yes, or, yes exactly. I'll watch anime and be like yes yeah, interesting okay yes i'm trevor flynn
2: no i meant oh, <laughs> god damn it, Jack. i meant do the anime trope thing of like having light reflected in your class oh so it makes you yeah look really smart yeah like
0: uh like uh database god I damn it lock everybody. horizon lock horizon yeah. literally oh yeah literally everybody okay all right uh yeah do you guys want to score this <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I did want to, I did want to, I did want to say, I do also love the episode titles for the thing because yeah. one is the, the first episode is like the timestamp for the explosion. Second is please remain calm, open wide O earth, the happiness of all mankind. And the final is uh, Vichnaya Pamaya, which is uh Russian for memory eternal, which is a kind of like a Russian Orthodox, kind of like a uh, prayer, if I'm not mistaken or last Requiem essentially. Mm. Nice. Yeah, or yeah, in the Russian uh, Orthodox, it's like the chanting of memory eternal is introduced by deacons as follows, uh, and a blessing following asleep, grant O Lord eternal rest unto the uh, thy departed servant's name and make his her memory to be eternal, uh, which is to say that like it's like what you say over somebody when they're being buried.
2: Oh, wow. so many yeah. concrete burials in this. Such such, oh, God, such a great awful image of. It's like it the is, absurdity of that burial with the cement truck. I it's it's
0: so I don't know why it's so powerful, but it's just it immediately evokes the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Like it just like it's somehow the fact that you need to bury them in concrete is so fucked up. Also, how is it not irradiated if you need to bury them in concrete? That's that's you know, to your for, Forbes article, Trevor. I'm just saying. Well they're I, buried in not lit. my Forbes article. For,
2: You're the person who raised this issue. I will I, remind I, you. you. I, I, this I, for I raised me it because
0: I was I I I, I ruin The Forbes article shouldn't ruin anything for you because because it is it is very poorly written. There's no another like, better I, it is no
1: I agree. It's like yeah. from the uh, the BBC it looks like they did an article that's probably probably better research. so
2: maybe read that one instead. All right,
0: I'll take I like, we'll take what, a look like
2: Ben that. was saying like clearly they did bury things in concrete. So even if it wasn't that contagious exposure they thought it was, which is the point. It was like this overwhelming force well, that we should have It's more a thing for. that
1: Legasov says which I think is one of the more one of the better lines in the series is like you're dealing with something that's never happened on this planet before yeah and it's like yeah like literally no one has a rule book for this we don't know how this works you know um fukushima the whole they had divers that did the same thing where they had to literally go in and turn the pumps on because there was no power like and they've Mm. learned how to do that from chernobyl because they were like well i guess we got to send divers in there like you know Mm. there's just a there's just a thing of they had no idea. And so they're like, I guess we'll put them in lead-lined coffins and bury them in concrete and hope that'll do it. Because I don't know what else to do. They're Like, we can't shoot corpses into space. So, I mean, I guess you can, but it's expensive. You can't burn them because yeah. maybe the particles go in the atmosphere. Like, who knows? You know, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all very, very <laughs> nuclear radiation is very scary. Uh,
0: it, it is, and I think it's. I think it's also good just for like, you know, they didn't know what they were necessarily doing, but it's also just perfect in terms of like, you know, this whole like throw the spaghetti against the wall type of deal. You know, well, it's like good, it's it's
1: it's a good reminder as people like. I think my takeaway is like you know whenever we come up with a technology, you have to remember that like. There's almost always an equal and opposite effect, you know, uh, because like nuclear power, obviously it has so much power. It is so incredible. It is clean uh, if you use it right other than the nuclear waste element of it. But like as long as you keep that balance and keep it going, like, <laughs> I, it, it does I, not produce CO2. It does not produce emissions. But yeah, I guess if you fuck it up. It's a really bad fuck up. It's rough.
0: <laughs> I, I, I guess this is my thing, too, because like. You know, when we talk about this, I am just really not inclined to, to I, like, I just, I've never grown up, I've grown up in an age that, like, I never like had ish and actually I'm actually on a watch list for the Sharon Harris nuclear power plant this is a fun story um, I'm actually on the watch list for the Sharon Harris nuclear power plant in Durham North Carolina so um, because I was I was I was there during a protest for other oh. reasons <laughs> and I like, took names down and so like I can't go to nuclear power stations but like I have I was not there as like a protester because I just don't care like that's the thing too it's like for me purposes like Like, I'm in this, I guess, like, I guess I semi-count as a millennial generation. We sort of look up and you're like, yeah, we should do nuclear power. And I'm like, yeah, we should do it. Cause science, you know, if it fucks up, we just need to find who'd fucked it up and like figure out what the process is. And it's just like, my thing is like, we always need to continue forward with science. And that's the nice thing about it. It's like, you know, the nice thing about Chernobyl is that the fuck up is really well understood. Like if there's anything to, to say about this, it's like, this is documented to the minute that the fuck ups happen. <laughs> and it's like that, that, that we can document it so accurately or, you know, I don't know if it's accurate because, you know, it's all probably done through the KGB at some time and it's all history and stuff. but. At the same time, like it seems so accurate that we were able to tell what was the issue with the AZ and reactor and everything else. And it's just, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm very pro nuclear energy. I'm very pro nuclear energy, even for how titanic the fuck ups can be.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if you should speak for all millennials necessarily that our attitude towards science is so, um, in, in, uh, so unskeptically positive that... The any like any uh, any like harmful risk of a technology is uh, is is not as worrisome as it might have been because we have faith in progress. But, well, I, um, I
0: think I think my thing too is that I've I've grown up just like anytime I'm so sick of like you know man was not meant to play God in movies. Do you know what, mean? what I mean? That's my thing. Narratives. Well, I, for I'm me, sick, this I'm, is I'm,
2: like yeah. this is the best climate change narrative I've seen. Really, I mean that's what to me. Yeah, I would agree. With Are that you that. kidding me right now? You don't see that yeah
1: I agree with him
0: all right this what is do you think best, car- This is
2: the best like cinematic portrayal of trumpism and climate denial whoa that I think I've ever seen whoa yeah. okay
0: I mean okay explain it to me real quick because that I feel like you're reaching here I'm not denying that the situations aren't similar but like I don't I don't draw Trump from any of this guys like uh, I, the I, idea
2: I, that a lot and here here's the thing is like you know Game of Thrones lying is is like bad because it's immoral because it's dishonorable. One of my favorite movie quotes of all time is like, is similarly really moralistic. It's, it's saying, um, it's actually from John Borman's Excalibur when Merlin says, when a man lies, he murders some part of the world, which is like, morally oh, wow uh, yeah <laughs> melodramatic so, it's like hey you know we have yeah. to lie to ourselves to exist from day to day like telling ch- lies to children yeah, is okay. like part of raising them like yeah it's 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 a it's a mythical dichotomy sort of you know and what's so great about this and and listening to the writer explain that decision in podcast form too is this idea of the, ignoral, the 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 ignoring of the truth is is more oh. what the consequence of a lie is that the truth is still there; it's just yeah. being ignored, and that there's a debt paid by. Right, them. I think that's why and it's very good. If you good. repeat a lie enough <sighs> times, it becomes like a truth. Right, and that's where you're starting to think about something. That's that's. that's I
0: like the show less now because you guys have made this oh, parallel. No, <laughs> so well, we're sorry. not the only
2: ones to see it, Jack. It's I'm, not a I'm, stretch. I, I
0: know that you. I know that it's there, and I got the theme of it. I just like. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I like. I'm sick to. It's not even that there does. Doesn't need to exist metaphors about Trump and stuff. There definitely does, and people need to make stuff. I'm just so sick to death of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, what do you want
2: if not? I don't want a show anything. in which you almost missed it because it's I, not. I know totally it's perfect. I'm, also, not, I'm not, like I'm not, not criticizing the show. I'm
0: criticizing you guys for just like. It should also be this. noted
1: that like this show started five years ago. Like he started writing it five years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's and,
0: like, that's totally fair.
1: And like, yeah. I mean, I don't it, want
2: to pull like Arthur's intent here, but he said he started writing it during the 2016 election, and like. He did. I did, and I I don't and and I don't doubt
1: that he rewrote. I don't think he took off. Right, he started prepping five years ago, but he definitely. And and, a
0: a lot of the thing is about the truth, and that's 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 all the side stories are about truth.
1: That's why I see the climate change metaphor because the truth catches up to you. That's exactly what people are saying. It's like like we've you've denied climate change forever. Extreme weather is happening now. Like it's it's here. You know, like it's already. Begun, you know, essentially. So, like, that's kind of yeah. what they're. they're, they're <laughs> How about
0: is. this? How about this? I like the metaphor when it's done without having to draw direct. It's like it's like stating the theme at the end of the show. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to draw the conclusion for me to take a powerful metaphor and lesson about. No, and truth. you
1: don't have to even do a and, climate And it's change powerful. Metaphor. I just think it is it, it, there.
0: It works as a climate change metaphor because it doesn't say climate change, and that's my exactly. thing. I'm not dis- yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with what you think. It guys doesn't do the best for thing
1: a thing. Where it ends with uh, exactly a, a Chevron <laughs> cuts cut to Chevron exactly. We yes. we have sir. There's a, there's a carbon in the atmosphere. You yeah, there's no carbon in the atmosphere. You get it. <laughs> you know it doesn't do that. Crap. I, I told.
0: I sorry i'm totally fine with this with you guys drawing that conclusion because you are correct it's just that like it's a drawn conclusion the show is not like this is about climate change no it's not about climate change it's about like people's tenuous grasp of truth and how fucked up it is and, the, and, the and cost how of our lies. current and administration right right right, the cost right, right of lies right, right.
1: in a million historical things but like it's just it's very current you know you can it, you can see the current sorry
0: I I love you both. (laughs) Let's score this thing. I am, oh, sorry. I I don't know why that, uh, that, uh, ooh, me. It's buttons. Yeah, not buttons. I don't, I don't care, dudes. I just, like, you know, it's, it's like, it is, like, sometimes, like, Trump metaphors and things are just, like, I just, like, ugh, I, I don't know. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, Trevor, you're up first.
2: Um...
0: It sucks too. I I hate doing this one out of 10. This is, this is awesome thing. If we're doing our, our score system out of 10 for like a mini series, this is, this really, this is really rough.
2: Yeah. Something I, i wanted to bring up is like, man, I, I, can we just keep watching mini series together? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. This is great. I mean, this is, this is probably like up there. I assume in the cast, like, there
2: are a lot of good ones out there. of what's so great about this is that it is exactly as long as it needs to be. Oh but, yeah. Um, you know, I read it's, a great it's five episodes. I
1: read a great article that was defending kind of like, and and I don't think it will go this way because I think people like the traditional method. But it's kind of saying like, can we get more of this? Like because it was pointing out this and Russian doll, which I if you guys have not watched, I recommend.
2: I think I read Netflix. the same article. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, it's a very good article, and, <laughs> yeah. and and it was basically about like these interesting, you know, one director or one voice, one writer telling the whole story, and it being over. And like I think, I think people got. A little burned out with peak tv and just watching whole episodes and being like okay can you get to the plot and this is just like pure plot and movement for five hours and then it's done you know and it's over and there's not gonna be chernobyl 2 <laughs> you know there's there's just no it's, it's all good and like and hbo has been moving this way in a very interesting way like even stuff like big little lies that has a second season it's like one director one writer and they're calling it big little lies 2 they're calling it westworld 3 like each one is kind of their own like they almost treat each one like a mini series and that's how britain always have done their things and i thought it was a very smart kind of interesting system i love that like every famous british actor has their crime drama and whenever they have some time they do it you know like idris elba has some time right now so he did a new luther season you know and Mm. there probably won't be another luther season for like four years and that's fine you know he'll come back eventually and you know helen mirren does a prime suspect every once in a while and I, i don't know it was an interesting pitch to say like we need more of this and and i think This is a very good, interesting episode. The other thing that was interesting to me in comparison was, like, I watched the John Adams miniseries when it came out uh, about 10 years ago Uh, on HBO. Which is very, very good. Uh, That's
0: some good shit right there. That John Adams miniseries, that was my shit back in the day. Man,
1: if you want to compare the difference between how HBO has changed, or even television has changed since Game of Thrones, has like, raised the bar in production value. Go watch the comparison of that to this. Like, it's a good show, and it's very pretty, but it's, like... It's comparing apples to oranges. It just looks like
0: uh, it's it also, It looks like it looks like a fucking wishbone. Like yeah, like
1: it's shorts. almost there. It's a little better, but it's <laughs> it like clearly they it's went It's a little too, better,
0: like- but it it does definitely look like a fucking 1886 like wishbone. And they shorts. definitely like <laughs> called up a
1: historical like village and like, are you gonna be gone like on the weekends? <laughs> like, can we film here? You know, like they did not build crazy sets and all this like madness that they did for yeah, the show. Yeah,
0: like- yeah, they did. They pretty much went to everywhere in Philadelphia and they're like, please let us film. <laughs> <laughs> Can everyone leave oh. the
1: dock for half a second? Yeah, Yeah, please
0: <laughs> run out there? But who played who played John Adam in that? Fuck. But HBO uh, miniseries are special. Yeah. they've made a lot yeah. of
1: really good miniseries, man. Like-
0: well, I think I think the question for the future of HBO here is definitely going to be: Can you sustain the network on miniseries alone? And like, it, this is great to produce this sort of TV, but does it get viewers' butts and seats like HBO and Game of Thrones is? And that's the thing too. It's like I'm very glad Chernobyl came out right here at the end of uh, of, of Game of Thrones. There's but no way like, that was
2: a mistake. There's no way. No, no, a mistake. no, no, no. That was that was. I I, just, I almost bet you they, saw they early held that shit.
0: Of
1: the show and show on. <laughs> because it's perfect. Yeah. Like <laughs> as soon as Chernobyl ends, Big Little Eyes begins and like they're they're banking right, they're like, right, look how good our shows are. Don't quit. <laughs> you know? They bank that shit on purpose for
0: sure. Yeah. And and dude, every time Game of Thrones came onto their network, there was like a huge super cut of like please watch our other shows. Like it was really I'm just shows. I'm very curious. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm Especially pretty that much keeping episode they made you sit through like a whole cavalcade of what's coming next then. Yeah. Before they it's, it. it's
0: it's it rough. Funny. It's rough it's rough to watch them know they're in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. I'm very curious. Especially we'll see what I happens think, when the new Game of Thrones comes on.
1: Especially when I think Game of Thrones is not their fault. Like, you know, like it's it's
0: Yeah. Like, it went where, where they like went to them like on bended knee to try to get them to Dane to do the show that made them famous. I
1: think it's just I think this the series kind of and why it's hard for me to rank it is like I can rank it kind of against itself for other things, but like it's also this is kind of proof to me why Netflix has not become the next HBO is that don't they have never made like that level of quality on a consistent level to me. There's been good shows on, on Netflix, no yeah, question.
0: Yeah, they made they made Roma. They made some good stuff, but they've never made anything like, like we're, this. We're, every
1: time HBO does a show, I'm like, okay, I gotta at least try it you know if it's a big yeah big right show. have y'all right. checked
2: out the uh, chef show yet oh
1: my fucking <laughs> god that you. shit it, is cracked. It, <laughs> it was Jack's show as soon as I saw that trailer I was like this is the Jack show <laughs> should I be called the, it, the it, chef it, show it's,
2: it's like it's forget just, the food I, we're gonna talk about the MCU for 15 minutes I swear <laughs> to
0: god I I could masturbate to that show just I, like un, unadulterate I just like is, rip it I, out and I'm just like let's go to town come on I am on the
2: opposite <laughs> side of you my friend I think it's it is Oh no!
0: it absolutely is I'm not I'm not defending it a little bit and like babish like binging with babish babish is in the background at points too like it's mm-hmm. it's 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 absolutely fucking insane I love that they had the quote on there Gwyneth Paltrow did not know she was like the fourth oh, cast person in spider-man that and was and like, what I heard she was like it. I, I was spilled. in spider-man <laughs> I know and then she's I sat down po- to
2: watch the episode knows like five references to goop waiter I was like oh that's right Gwyneth Paltrow is an idiot in this <laughs> goop <laughs> like could not stand it <laughs>
0: Sorry, dude. I, it's that's that is. I I will. will, I'm not gonna defend it, but like, just know that I'm having an absolute fantastic time watching. Sorry, I'm not (laughs) gonna tear it down for you. No, I know. I know you're not. I know you're not. It's like, but it's like you, you, Trevor. There's not enough. There's not enough cynicism in you and the rest of the earth to tear that show down for
2: me. (laughs) Like, there's just. (laughs) Have no fear, sir uh yeah i think we should watch more miniseries though we should i don't know i Let's i, I, I want to do more i know it's not going to be as good We want to do more of this i know it's just yeah. perfect yeah <laughs> i think it's a nine I think nine out of ten maybe yeah the um you know the fact that this science is uh able to be questioned even though if it wasn't a well-written article is like yeah maybe there are like points at which it doesn't you know like it's it's but it explains it so well eventually with like those cards and the runaway reaction it's just so well done and written and it's like oh yes like Ben was joking there's the meme that I, uh, I also studied nuclear physics. <laughs> it's it's I, like,
0: I love <laughs> I love that the actual explosion does not like when you see the actual the top like the top coming off the reactor is cool but when you see the actual building go up it's like really bad CGI and I'm like of course it is
2: <laughs> it good. isn't great and it's still like even it still knew, works it wasn't great yeah. I was so like shocked and horror. Even though I yeah. knew it was gonna happen. Like I, I right. you know, it's yeah,
0: the end. Of it's the like show. the opposite of Titanic, you know, like the tight ty- where Titanic is like so masturbatory about the ship coming apart. This is like, no, here's the solid science about what the fuck happened, and there's an explosion to it, yes. It's it's explosions happen. <laughs> it's very much in the style
1: of uh of the fairy. Very low-rent but incredibly well-acted uh, show, I, Claudius, uh, from the 70s, which has, like, every famous British actor in the world in it. And that show is literally, like, wars happen. It's like, you know, fucking Rome, and, like, they're doing sex in the city, and Patrick Stewart will just come in with, like, a little blood on him, and he'll be like, I've killed children, and you're like, okay, sure. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but it's like clearly just like (laughs) someone's bedroom (laughs) they're filming in like it's it's like some stage anyways yeah it's a similar way yeah they're like we had to get the science right explosion is Though the makeup was incredible. The makeup on the, gore, the the
0: Yeah. They need to win something. Like god help them. They need to win a fucking something for that. And I they showed know.
2: restraint. They didn't show the guy whose face melted off, you know? Like that's kind of what right. I was worried about right. going into this cuz it's HBO right. and they
1: Well, and it's the, the writer said like, you know, it's it's a classic thing of we could show you the guy with the face off and you're kind of be like, ah, and be like kind of weird out. It, or you can hear a guy's face
2: was off and you're going to be like, I see way worse than ever. Be, yeah. Which confused it, me for it, a minute because it relies on you knowing all the different Russian names of the people they apply to, and I'm notoriously bad. Very bad at that, too. I agree. Names. <laughs> See any it, episode of the anime podcast. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think a lot of, I think, it. here's the thing that I think this is also revealing to me, that I've been watching other stuff too, recently, and I think on HBO, I think a lot of HBO's, HBO has some bad shows on there, but I think a lot of, like, the Game of Thrones-fueled HBO things are more d than it is actually HBO, as I'm recognizing, and I think that's, I think that's one of the things where we had showrunners, and I think a lot of the things in, Game of Thrones D and D are very guilty of and not necessarily HBO. I feel like HBO is actually somebody who has been giving a lot of creative license to these creators. And I think that's, you know, to their credit, I don't think that was always true. I think it's definitely true now is, is my take on it. And the fact that D and D were able to walk away from stuff, but you know, that's another day's discussion. Um, yeah. Okay. Ben, what do you give a score out of, out of 10?
1: Uh, I'm also going to give it a nine. Um, It's just incredibly impressive. I mean, and again, it's like a ten out of ten in terms of like technical proficiency, in terms of like direction and acting, was just so good. Jared Harris and and Stellan Skarsgård give.
2: Oh yeah, Skarsgård destroys a phone in this. That's it's, a reason to give it a nine out it's of ten. Awesome. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> One of our great, great explosive scenes.
0: <laughs> Get um, me another phone. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I just, I just hope there's like a guy with like a phone truck, like following him around, uh, yeah. just like tossing red phones out. You know.
2: They couldn't show it; it would be too much. But it was there. Yeah. We all know it was there.
1: <laughs> and uh, for me, like the whole thing with with, with historical fiction personally it's just that like it's it's a it's a poor it's a you know it's a painting not a picture you know it's 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 representational at the end of the day and so yes i i do think you do need some element of of respecting the facts and if you do completely misrepresent them i, I totally agree with the criticism for that but i think You just see that Craig Mason actually cared, you know, ultimately. And whether you agree with what he did or not, that's a different matter. But to me, like, that's what matters the most is that he really cared and wanted to present something and thought about the way of, like, okay, I want the facts to come through. I want the historical record to come through. But I want to entertain an audience at the end of the day. Because if you're not entertained, you're not going to learn. Like, frankly, that's all it kind of comes down to is, like, yeah. If you're not entertained, people are gonna shut it off in the first episode and they're not gonna to get to like why Chernobyl exploded. And it's to me, that's the ultimate point is getting you to that final trial to explain why it happened and to be totally captivated, which is incredible. Like to get to that point. But also I think just in general, this is a very, very good example of how to write historical fiction. I totally agree with y'all on that. I think, you know, if I was a teacher and was gonna teach this in class, I would show maybe an episode or two and 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 point out like maybe Take a snippet of, uh, like, for example, maybe the episode with the dogs, and then find the snippets of the dogs, sold, the soldiers killing dogs in the Voice of Chernobyl book. And, like, how did you take this to make this, you know? And I think examples like that where you take smaller stories, like, like that person, like the one uh, pregnant woman, the firefighter, and use them as representations of the greater, bigger story. You know, that r- recognizing this wasn't just 20 people, this was... 200,000, 500,000, something crazy like that. Um, and and Or even just like, you know, that we didn't talk about, like the one really showy sequence, which is appropriately showy, where they have this whole thing where they these men literally had to go on the top of the roof and throw graphite off, and they could only be on for 90 seconds at a time, and they had to leave it. That was their entire lifetime supply of radiation. Um, and they had to leave, and they'd show an entire unbroken take of a guy, you know, having a horrible time at it. Um, which is understandable because you're just thrown in there and just expected to do it. Um, and things like that being the representation for the bigger story, while still focusing on Lagosov and, and Shavina and like, being the main guys who were definitely part of the huge, huge effort to clean it up, I think it made it a very, very good show. And I think it represented, you know, systematic failure alongside human failure and how that's kind of the worst combination of anything, really, ultimately, is... It's arrogance and, and, and as well as systematic and, you know, problems. And I think it respected Russia. I know Russia doesn't believe it does, but I think it did. It, it just didn't respect that the system allowed something like this to happen and doesn't respect systems, but it respects people, which I think is what makes it so good. I just wish the themes were not as, as obvious. And I just wish it was in those little, it gets just a little, you know, it, it enjoys, it's like speechifying. I think it's good speechifying. And the actors are so good. It's fine. But it's just like, I don't know, maybe maybe one or two speeches less and that's it. But overall, it's 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 so damn impressive, and I can't be mad at people thinking it's perfect. You know, it's just the IMDb. Maybe it's just the IMDb thing. <laughs> it's like yeah, does it need to be better than The Wire or something like that or break a Bad? I don't know,
0: but whatever. Yeah. That's a different matter. No, it is. It is. It's, it's 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 one of those things. Sometimes when you know, like you people like us are just like rating it so high, and everybody's like, you know, goes through our catalog and finds the thing, the other thing I've you know, rated the, a ten. It's like yeah, your go to. It is. It is. Ab- it is absolutely. Oh, Trevor, I love Swash, you. Just watch it. it. <laughs> Just See, do the watch the is wire. The now he's please. gonna watch
2: it. He's be like, oh, I didn't get it.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's
2: that's exactly it. It's like I sometimes. No, it's I like, already get it. I already yeah. like have you know been told it.
0: That so. that's happened to me right with here. a lot of anime series too, where somebody's like, "You gotta watch this series. It's gonna change you for anime over all time," and I'm like. Pff. You gotta let people come to anime naturally. no one has ever like recommended an anime show and then somebody' been like, oh yeah, that changed me No, yeah you, you you saw something late at night on TV and then you started getting into anime just, I showed
2: you Evangelion, but
0: that's another I was already well into anime I mean, before we like I mean, come on don't don't okay. do that we were we were fMA and but you, you did show I me Evangelion heard. and that was a life changing college experience. I will give you that. <laughs> that, was, that was that was we were never we were we were always too sober during that show. Um. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, I, I'm way, also. Trevor,
1: I don't know how they're going to do it, and if it's going to be any good. But the wire is actually going to be re released in widescreen, which is crazy because it was shot in what four the by fuck? three. But they're doing some kind of crazy. You can look up this crazy thing they're doing uh with like how that they're kind of digitally is... creating the backgrounds, which is very weird. But that like, that so that, can't that can't there. work. That can't work. they're they're like creating digitally it? creating it. It's crazy.
2: It's like this isn't like coloring old technic like no, films and it's not even like oh we <laughs> it's shot not fucking there.
1: It's not. It's not even like we shot. That's That's
0: that's like two, two, two inches, by... inches of fucking screen. It's like crazy. what the what the fuck? I don't know box. how they're
2: gonna do it. It's. I don't think they're gonna finish it. It's really weird. It's just not.
0: It can't work, right? Like it Pretty can't soon work. They're
2: just gonna like get the AI to remake the old Disney movies, and it'll be better than anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I. I'm not sold on it. All right, I give uh, Chernobyl a nine out of ten, just rounding out the cast.
2: Yeah, same
0: thing as Ben. Um, Another <laughs> thing that came to mind: it's like there, there are a lot of things. Oh, I, I love the concept. I was
1: wrong about the wire. Just so, just so nerds don't yell at me. They shot on 35 millimeter, but they didn't. They always planned it four oh. by three. Oh, okay. But so what they digitally change is they. They cut out any like boom mics or stuff that was
0: in the background. Oh, uh, okay, so that's, that's fine. I was sorry. I was, that's I was about to say that was like that was the craziest project. That makes known more sense, but it's yeah. still impressive. It's still a crazy project. It's still a crazy project, but it's like doable within the confines of human. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you
1: when like a movie's matted like when they shot in a bigger format, they matted out they don't give a shit about anything outside of that frame. Like there's just garbage everywhere. Like, yeah, if you've ever absolutely. seen it, it, you don't anymore because of film stock, but I, I saw some unmatted films and it was hilarious. Cause there's just boom mics and shoes and garbage everywhere. It's really funny.
0: It's literally like, you know, two feet from the actor, there's like 12 water bottles exactly. and like, and his lunch and stuff. That's just like, he's been in that position for like two hours. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they are like, how did people not notice on game of Thrones? And I was like, it's actually super fucking easy. <laughs> Um, except that there's a person whose job it was to do that, and they didn't. Anyways, uh, yeah, I give it a nine out of ten, and I think for this a lot of the same reasons have been said. I think that it's the the purpose is more important sometimes than the reality, which is a, a, an ironic thing to say about a show about the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's. Uh, but I think like the intention here is such in a good place, and the delivery of it is such in a good place that it doesn't particularly matter, and it's also pulling from something that has been obscured and so there has to be some form of like reconstitution to make this even possible and as a a whole it just just fucking works you know either way it just fucking works and frankly the fact that we're even talking in any form or fashion about the history of Chernobyl is you know a success in and of itself of the show so even if you want to do that like the thing you need to do is go watch the show and enjoy it get obsessed with it and then go study and learn about Chernobyl and find you know what the show did wrong and whatever it did or did not do wrong or did took liberties with was the purposes of delivering, you know, that sense of Chernobyl to you to begin with? And, and furthermore on that thing, like a lot, a lot of the time I've been watching the show, I've been thinking about the movie kind of like adaptation, which is like, it's, it's similar in that why we give it a nine. It's like, this is a very boring concept. And I don't mean to, you know, to lessen the, you know, the thing about Chernobyl, but it's like, this was, this was so easy to take this in a bunch of different directions. Like it was either suffering porn or it was overly like, you know, overly like, you know, cringy in terms of being like talking about the environment or things like that. It had so many, like I th- it's one of these conceptual shows that when I think about, there were just so many ways that it could have utterly failed and it, doesn't and I think that's like that's when like there's you have every reason to hate a show and you don't you just absolutely love it that it just generally comes up to a nine and that's like adaptation for me I have every reason to want to hate adaptation adaptation is so far up its own butt that I just like I'm always just like impressed by like how deep that man's colon goes but like I just love that movie (laughs) and that's and that's like one of the things like I just it's just one of those things where it's like writers talking about writing and I'm like just blow my brains out blow my fucking brains out right fucking now and it's just and it's, it's this thing too like uh, Anne Lamont's Bird by Bird one of my favorite books of all time writers talking about writing and those are the two things that get a pass and I think they're perfect and that's, and that's like the two things everything else that's like writers talking about writing just drives me up a fucking wall and it's the same sort of thing you know with that in terms of like this is adaptation for the intent you know it's the intent and the intent is so good that it doesn't the rest of it doesn't matter so yeah 9 out of 10 and as you, if you guys can do any form of math, you'll notice that the Movie Gang podcast <laughs> or the mini series podcast this week uh, gives uh, Chernobyl a nine out of 10 uh, for the, <laughs> the mini series podcast. I, it's, there's got to be a better name, right? Like, I'm sure there's an actual like, mini series podcast out there. It's really sad. Um, but, anyways, uh, for the, the mini series podcast, this has been Ben Haworth. Yeah,
2: thanks for listening, guys.
0: Trevor Flynn (laughs) and I've been your host Jack Newman from everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network and the Movie Gang Podcast thank you for listening don't go die in a nuclear
2: explosion